Yo, what is going on, everybody? It's your boy, Marshall, live, and I am live. You guys, on today's episode of the Marshall Gillen Show, we're talking about politics. That's what you guys all sound like online. Like You sound like a jumbled bunch of fucking nonsense. That's literally what everybody sounds like. That's what you sound like when you're arguing about politics. But today, we are talking about politics on this show. We're going to be discussing the presidential debate, the recap, my thoughts on how the presidential debate went down. But before we even get started, before we even start talking about politics, is I got to remind you guys of one thing. You guys are literally, first off, politics is the dumbest thing to argue over. It's the dumbest thing to argue over. Okay. Now look, I know some of you are looking at me and you're seeing the hat and you're going, well, if politics are stupid to argue over, then why are you wearing a mega hat, man? Look, everybody fucking relax for one second. Okay. Everybody relax for one second, because before we get into this episode, I do want to remind you of something for all of you who are either new to the channel or who are just coming back and starting to see the Marshall Gillen show again. I want to remind you that my entire life goal, I have one mission, and a lot of you know my mission. I'm on a mission to save a billion lives who save a billion lives with the power of storytelling and vulnerability, okay? For those of you who don't know, I had a very traumatic, fucked up childhood. I'm sure that you had some similar experiences. If you guys know me, I always say our details are different, but the foundational emotions are the same. If you had trauma when you were a child and I had trauma when I was a child, but you were raped and I was beat, like it doesn't really matter how we got there. We both know what it's like to be fucking depressed or feel unworthy or uh, all these pains that we have. And so I just want to remind you guys that before we get into today's talk about politics, I want to share a really powerful story with you that I learned in 2016. This is not a political video. I am not dumb enough to think that you could watch my video and then change how you feel about your candidate. Don't give a fuck. I don't care who you're voting. I don't know if I'm supposed to. I just don't care who you're voting for. Like, I don't care. I'm voting for Donald Trump. There's a reason though. I'm voting less for Donald Trump and more for freedom in America. But we'll talk about that in a second. Oh, oh, and the ability to buy guns. Look what I bought yesterday. Look what I bought yesterday. I got my first AR, uh, which I'm very excited about. Uh, totally random purchase. I went to uh, the store to buy water jugs um, and they got ARs and I happened to buy one. But I'm voting for America, but that's neither here nor there. Point being is that I went through a lot of things in my life that were fucked up. My step, my real dad, I was a severe alcoholic, beat the hell out of my mom, threw her through the, uh, the door. They got divorced. Uh, my mom got married to a stepfather who was insanely, incredibly emotionally and, and psychologically abusive, told me I was a worthless piece of shit every single day. I had all these things growing up, like addiction, alcohol, I tried to kill myself. Uh, I've been in gangs, I've been in shootouts, I've stabbed people, I've been beat up, I've been to jail, uh, I've been a drug addict, I've been homeless numbers of times. Uh, not that that matters, but you know, you guys know my story. For those guys who know, I tried to kill myself when I was 23, but I was so embarrassed and ashamed that I never told anybody about it. And so I kept it all to myself. A few years later, I met a new best friend, the first man ever, his name is Dustin, to teach me how to be vulnerable and how to say I love you to another man. Uh, he was going through some problems and I knew he was going through some problems, but I never spoke up and said anything. And so a few years later, uh, he ended up killing himself. He hanged himself and uh, I knew it was coming and I didn't do anything about it. And so when I was 27, my life changed and I just decided 
to get really good and to find a purpose of what it is I'm doing every day. But I didn't understand it because nobody in my life had ever given me a blueprint of how to understand like, okay, well, this is what you can do to change how you think and, and to expand your mind and to have different perspectives. This is what you can do to learn new skills so you can make more money, which will create more abundance in, the, in your life and you know, ultimately have a lot more freedom. And so I just want to remind you guys is that what we're talking about on the Marshall Gillen show, <clears throat> they're just stories. Because none of this is actually real. And we're going to unpack this today, what I mean by that. But none of this is real. So if, you, if, if this show exists for one reason and one reason only, my, what I've discovered my gift from God is, is the gift of gab. For some reason, things make sense in here really, really quickly. And without even any effort, they just come out. And so that's why I have the Marshall Gillen Show, my number one goal. The only thing I want to do is end suffering and shine a light on the greatness that you have inside of you. So we're going to talk about a highly volatile subject today. We're going to be discussing the presidential debates, politics in general, and I'm going to share with you some ways that you cannot be triggered by it and that you can actually learn to free yourself from what it is that limits you in life so you can have more of the things that you deserve, like freedom, like abundance, like love, like wealth right? Travel, whatever that means to you. I'm literally going to break it down for you guys right here. And we're going to do it through the scope, which is Donald Trump and the presidential election. So I just want to first say that. Okay. Now here's the thing. When I was younger, I would, I was registered as a Democrat forever. Like I've always been a very progressive person. I moved to California, lived in California for the last 13 years. I grew long hair. I smoked the pot. I I've been to gay pride paid, uh, in San Francisco, San Diego, and LA. Like I don't know if you guys know, but the gay pride parade is like legit one of the fucking funnest parties that you'll ever go to. As a matter of fact, one year in San Diego, uh, which has a great pride parade, uh, one year in San Diego, they fucking, uh, everybody was all excited for it, planned for it, and it started to rain. First thing, right when the parade started, it started to pour down rain. And even that was turned into one of the best parties I'd ever been to. Um, so, you know what I mean? It's like, I just want to remind everybody that it's like, I, the way that I feel is the way that I feel. I'm not trying to get you guys to feel a certain type of way. What I'm trying to get you guys to do by sharing the story that I'm about to share with you is I want you to let go of some of the angers and resentments that, that you have inside of you when you're triggered by things like politics. And so I just want to remind you guys, if you are not already, first off, did you guys know that over 80% of you who are watching this video right now are not subscribed to the channel? It's crazy. Only, only all of my views, they come from 80% of non-subscribers. So if you guys are watching this right now on YouTube, do me a favor, subscribe to the channel and turn on the bell. The, what I'm what my goal is just to take stories that are happening in everyday life, process them here on the Marshall Gillen show. So you have an opportunity to choose. Is this, is this going to be resourceful, unresourceful thoughts and emotions that I'm creating? Because I want to help you have freedom. I want to help you have love. I want to help you have uh, health. I want to help you have a life that you are absolutely in love with because when I was lying dead on the floor at 23, I never would have dreamed that I could be doing the things that I'm doing now today, which is like whatever you want to think, like whatever you want to do. But it's like I live in a cabin in the mountains in Montana. I can travel whenever I want. This past weekend, I was just in Yellowstone Park, then Grand Tetons, then down into uh, Nevada, Utah, Arizona, ended in San Diego for a few days and then drove back up the same way. Get money for my phone. Uh, I've made just about eighteen thousand dollars last month. Uh, just, just like hanging out, doing what I want to do. This is not. This is this is my story, 
but it's not a story about me. It's a story about you and how can you find yourself in the story that I'm telling and go, yo, if this dumb motherfucker, five-time college dropout, attempted suicide survivor, if this cat can do it, man, I wonder what I can accomplish. And so I want to share a story with you before we unpack the presidential debates. Okay. I want to share a story with you that changed my life forever. Okay. Now this is back in 2016. I want you to understand that before 2016, I was heavily into politics. Uh, I was a student council my entire life uh, in um, junior high and high school. I was class president all throughout high school of, uh, of my high school class, obviously. Like I've always been very activist minded. Uh, I, Senator Obama is from Illinois. So I used to follow Senator Obama when he started running. I was putting up signs, doing calls, uh, going to Oakland. Do like I've always been very, very involved in politics. Um, I've always had the mindset that was like, yo, if you don't fucking vote, bro, then you don't have, want to have a right to say a fucking thing, man. Like, don't fucking complain because you don't vote. That's the only thing that you have control over and you're not going to do that. I was like one of those guys. Super fucking annoying. Ugh, I would kick myself in the dick now if I fucking saw myself. Um, but anyways, I was very well-intentioned. I grew up on a farm. Uh, I was everything was terrible about my upbringing except for my amazing. That's not true. My upbringing was really amazing, but the scope through what I saw it, I only felt pain because um, my stepdad was a fucking asshole and he still is. Hey, Phil, if you're watching this, fuck you. Um, I've let go of that pain. I'm not really mad, but like, it's funny to me. Anyways, uh, I've strained from what I'm saying. The weed today was good. Hmm. Anyways, I've always been a very progressive-minded person. I would definitely have considered myself a liberal for a really long time. And look, this is not about putting labels on people. I don't care what it is that you believe or don't believe, okay? But the reality of it is, is that... Um, I was very progressive, very, very liberal. I've done all the voting for all the things, right? All the things. And in 2016, I was, I remember the morning that I walked out of my room. I was living at Pacific Beach down in San Diego, a block from the beach. Fucking amazing. Loved it there. Uh, I remember walking out of my room that morning and looking at the phone. And because I was a very, like always sharing stuff about politics, all these things. I remember seeing that Donald Trump had entered the race as president. And I chuckled and I dismissed it as quickly as I read it because I was just like, that's funny. I wonder what, the, what his move is for this, but um, like there's not a snowball's chance in hell. Uh, and as, as things started to progress, it started to be like, well, shoot, like I wonder if Donald Trump is really serious about running for president. And then you know, more and more. And at this time, I was a massive Bernie supporter. And so um, it's going more and more and more. And here's the thing. I know for myself and most of the people that I know, before Donald Trump was president, I loved Donald Trump. Like his shows were fucking funny. His books are amazing. Some of the best that there are are the deal. Some of the best that they are when it comes to, to making money. It's like, um, uh, uh, you know, those rappers have countless amounts of songs about Donald Trump. Like he, everybody loved Donald the Donald before he was president, me included. And so, you know, this election starts to roll out in 2016. I've always been a very involved person into politics, always been really into it, uh, very researched and all this stuff. And I just remember thinking like being mad. I'm like, this is fucked up. And then the more that he, when he won the, 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 the preliminaries to be the candidate, right? When he won the candidacy, I remember how enraged I was in 2016. I mean, just so mad. Now, at the time, I was super involved in the, watching a lot of the media. I was a lot, watching a ton of TV. wasn't doing a lot of research, independent research online. I would like things on TV, and then I would research those online. And it, that's just confirmation bias. If you guys don't know about biases, 
Uh, there's like 25 cognitive biases, which would help you guys in sales and business if you guys knew them. But one of the things is a confirmation bias. So it's like the debates, for example, like nobody won that. It was a fucking shit show. Now, I will say that Donald did a really good job because as somebody who taught speakers for years and knows NLP, like I'm an NLP master, I can look at Donald Trump and I'm just absolutely fucking amazed. He is the master of NLP and literally he did, um, he did amazing in that, in that uh, debate in, in regards of what I, I can realize what he's trying to set up for the next one. Right. And we can unpack that too, but, um, that's, that's neither here nor there. And so I'm, I'm watching Donald Trump, you know, in 2016, I'm watching a lot of the news. I'm, I'm going then and researching on the internet, the news, that I'm, the, the information I'm learning on the TV. Um, and I'm just getting confirmation bias, which is only pissing me off more saying that Donald Trump's a racist and he's all these things, which again, you guys, I'm not here to convince you. I don't care who you vote for. I, I don't care if you vote for Trump. I'm telling a story through this scope. So we have a, so we have a catalyst to make, to understand something. Okay. And so Donald Trump, uh, you know, runs for president. I voted for Hillary Clinton. Uh, I didn't really care about the emails. I didn't understand what they were and I didn't do any extra research. News said that was full of shit, that Donald was evil. I said, okay, let's go. Fuck Donald. And I remember in 2016, the night of the election, I remember sitting on my, on my beach, on my beach, on my couch. Uh, it was nighttime. It was like nine, nine o'clock or something like this. Uh, and I, the TV was just showing that Donald Trump was going to win the election. And I literally felt, I felt like somebody had kicked me in the stomach. I felt so disempowered. Uh, and then the next morning I woke up, uh, I turned the TV off before the election was over. I woke up the next morning, Donald Trump's the president, but there's all the controversy. Like, um, you know, Hillary had more votes, but Donald won the, won the electoral college or whatever. Right. And I remember in that moment feeling so fucking pissed off, which I don't know about you guys, but up until that point, my whole life had been nothing but pissed offness. Like I was in a perpetual state of anger and resentment because that's, that's the only state of existing that I understood. It's the only one I knew. So why most Americans, what's why most people worldwide are unhappy, but it's because most people never take accountability for their life because comfort and convenience has become so accessible to the everyday person in America that people take things for granted. And the moment they take it for granted, they start th feeling entitled. They feel entitled to these things. And they have to remember that having a fucking place to live with a roof over your head is not like a right. There's lots of people in the world that don't have that, that aren't safe from the elements, the cold, the rain, the, the, the snow, the heat, right? And so what happens is I, I am starting to realize all these things and which is the problem, right? That's what I'm saying. It's like people are so in tune and entitled to convenience and to comfort that now in America we're in this big fucking problem where everybody feels entitled to everything. Nobody wants to listen to anybody. Everybody wants to give up their freedoms for a little bit of fucking, I don't even know what. And now at the age of 35, almost 36, actually my 36th birthday is in 17 days. I turned 36, October 17th. Um, send Lagavulin uh, if you need to send something or uh, some Lafroy. <laughs> um, anyways, so uh, and now here as I get a little bit older though, I'm starting to have a little bit, things are changing. And so this is how it all happened. In 2016, I had been, uh, it's four years ago. So I've been running, I had my own side hustle my old side hustle for about two or three years at that point, but I was never able to figure it out or make enough money to ever quit my job. Like I could never leave my job. So it became maddening because for almost three years I was stuck in this fucking loop in this cycle of 
working my fucking ass off in my side hustle, but not making any money and feeling stuck and trapped. Like it's never going to change. Meanwhile, I'm doing all these things. I'm involved in politics and the news and all this shit. So on the morning I woke up in 2016 after the election and realized that literally my vote as an American had zero fucking consequence on anything. I felt so helpless and disempowered that I just decided to shut it all off. And I know that seems simple. Back in 2016, I didn't like, I didn't know. And so I deleted all of my social media. I stopped watching the news and radio 100%, which I was a big NPR fan back then. And what happened is I found myself with a lot of time. I also found myself with a lot of energy. And I also found myself a lot less angry. And so what happened in 2016 after I turned that off is shortly after that, I found a mentor, um, some guy that was talking online about finding mentorship and knowledge and how you can use knowledge to learn skills and use those skills to go out and create uh, solutions and from those solutions be paid an exorbitant amount of money and then to continue to do that, reinvest that money into other things that cash flow and then how can I just build cash flow in my life? And so you, when I turned off the news and I gave up the politics and arguing and trying to prove my point, I started to have a lot more time to learn. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard, but there's a, one of the wealthiest investors of all time. What he says is the more you learn, the more you earn. And so in 2016, once I shut off all the noise, all of a sudden in my life, I started to have a lot of things that started to go right. I left my job. Uh, that was November. Uh, November 23rd is when I bought uh, the course. And at 48 hours, I made my money back. So I, the elections happened. Um, I turned off the TV like November 4th or whatever, stopped. And in between November 4th and November 23rd, I had been watching this guy for like these like uh, days. And I decided to make an investment on October, November 23rd of 2016. Uh, I had $1,017 in my bank account altogether. Um, and this course this guy was selling was $1,000. And I just was at a point in my life where I said, fuck it. I said, fuck it. And I bought it. I didn't tell my girlfriend. I was super nervous. I was a bartender at the time and it was like a Thursday or something. And I knew I was going to be working Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So like I knew I was probably going to make like you know, I don't know, seven, 800 bucks that weekend. Um, and so I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go for it. And I did, I bought it. I had $17 left. And in, I, in 48 hours, I watched all the videos. There was 36 videos. I watched all the videos. And then um, I watched it in like 32 hours. I think I slept for like four hours or something. And I got back up and I went and I made my money back doing what I had learned in less than like, I made my money back in less than 48 hours. I invested $1,000, never done that before in my life, ever, ever, ever. And I invested $1,000 and uh, 48 hours later, I made 1,016 bucks. And then from there, that's literally, I quit my job and I started making my own money. And if I hadn't taken accountability for my own life, which was I looked at myself on November 4th or whatever it was, 2016, the morning after the election. And I said, yo, bro, like what you have been doing is not giving you the results that you want. You're so angry and you're so mad over what? Over what? Like what? Because people don't agree with you? And so once I decided to accept accountability for my actions and the way that I had been looking at life, and instead of continuing to be mad and upset at everybody that didn't see things my way and agree with my way, I just said, you know what? That fucking sucks that the world's that way, but I'm going to do me for right now because I realized I can't change the whole world. It's such a futile, it's such a, there's no point in it. What's the fucking point? And so I just decided I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take responsibility for my life. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be very cognizant of what my diet is, what I put into my body physically, what I put into my body mentally, the diet I have emotionally, and are the actions and the things that I'm doing in my daily reality 
Are they feeding me spiritually, physically, emotionally? Are they feeding me the way that I need to be fed to have and accomplish the things I want to accomplish in life? I took accountability for my life for the first time ever in 2016. And what I started to figure out is that when I moved through fear, I took responsibility and I went out and I connected with other people who are already having success doing and or having the things I wanted in life. I realized that life got a lot simpler. And so check this out as it applies to what's going on right now. Some of you guys are going, well, why Marshall then are you, why then Marshall are you, um, why then, Marshall, are you keep uh, talking about politics? Why on your channel are you wearing a mega hat? I'll tell you why, okay? Because at this point in my life, I've disconnected and unplugged so much from the ego and from who I used to be that I realize now that everything in this reality is literally a manifestation of myself. Like, we're not going to get to a deep end on this episode, and I would be happy to do an episode on it, but uh, we know that... Uh, Science has something called physics, and physics is just a study of matter. That's all physics are. But when physicists started doing research back in the day, what they found when they used microscope to go zoom in, beep, on, in on the atoms um, that make up matter, uh, what physicists found is that the atom is more than 99.9999999999% empty, like nothing. There's nothing. Like, there's nothing, okay? And it's baffled scientists. They didn't understand. Their, uh, physics is the study of physical matter. So why is it when they went to look at the atom that makes up physical matter, why was there nothing there? How could this be? So what happened is there had to be a science that studied the inside of matter or the, the lack thereof of matter, and that's basically what quantum physics is. Quantum physics is the study, is the science of what happens inside of basically physics, inside of matter. And so what quantum physics does is it, it, it's an interesting thing because what quantum, first off, what science shows, what physics shows is that the human body itself is made up of 50 to 70 trillion cells, 50 to 70 trillion cells. Here's the fucking kicker though. If you were to take a microscope and you were to zoom in on the human body and you were to zoom in on me, right? I mean, like we're talking high-powered microscope, right? What you would find is that you would zoom right through our body. This is because of a few things. One, atoms are, there's nothing there, so there's actually no physical matter. But two, our, our cells are not like, they're not like glued together. Like what we actually feel and see, like it's not actually even real. And I don't want to blow your mind and we're not going to get deep into this today, but I like, that's just the facts. Okay. I'm not making it up. I don't care what you believe. Like believe what you want to believe. Those are just the facts like that, that quantum physics. We're not real. None of this is actually real. Um, I don't know why. And he's like, well, how does it feel real? And that's a whole different talk. Point being is that further studies of this phenomena later discovered something even more miraculous. And it was this, what scientists later found out is they did something called the double slit experiment. And what they basically did to make a really complicated story, less complicated, they had a, let's say a cannon and they, through this cannon, they shot two things. They shot particles or physical matter and they shot out waves, frequency, which, which is waves from the cannon shot, uh, particles and from the cannon shot waves. And what they did is they pointed this cannon at a solid wall with two long slits. And the first thing they did was they shot particles out of the cannon at 
the at the double slits. And what they found is that as the particles came through the double slit wall, they there was a wall then behind that wall. So it's like cannon, double slit wall, wall uh, back wall. Okay. And what they found is that the particles would it would they would they would hit the back wall in a very predictable way. Cool, as expected. The next thing they did is they shot frequency that created waves, wave patterns through the double slit. And they found predictable patterns. Okay. Now what happened is when they started to, to do more experiment, again, I'm not going to get deep into this. Okay. Well, I can go into a different deeper if we want another time. But what they started to discover is that these patterns, they were not, they started to become unpredictable. The, when they started to shoot these, these particles in waves through the double slit, what these biologists started to see is that the waves and the particles started to react in a way that was unpredictable. It didn't make any sense. It was absolutely like when they started to shoot this through, it didn't make any sense physically how the patterns on the back wall were happening. Okay. So what they wanted to do is they wanted to see, they wanted to get a closer look as to why these things were doing what they were doing. And so what they did is they put a little camera right next to the double slit. So as they shot through, they could see which side it was going through and then how it was actually reacting. And what scientists learned as they shot through that with the camera watching is that all of a sudden, the particles in the wave started reacting in a very predictable way, one way and one way only. When they removed the camera, everything was infinite. There are all kinds of, the wall was sprayed like, like there was nothing there. It was just, everything was painted. But when the camera was watching, it was just two slits on the back wall. And I'm just telling you this long ass winded story because what scientists found out is that matter is only existent when observed by conscious or awareness. And so a long winded story longer, basically what quantum physics proved is that thoughts become things because nothing can actually manifest in this physical reality unless it's first observed by a conscious awareness, which is you and me. So it's interesting when we start talking about all this shit because it's like, oh, wait, like I don't even exist. So if I don't really even exist in my consciousness, like what is, but what, who am I? If I'm literally just a big fucking conglomerate of cells and where am I actually hosted at in this body? That's what consciousness is. And once you realize and take ownership of the thoughts and feelings that you create, you will realize that every single thing in your reality is literally created by you. And so you go, well, what about the presidential debates, Marshall? I didn't fucking create that and I didn't do this. Well, that's true. That has a whole nother thing to do with collective consciousness, which we're not going to talk about at all in this episode. But it's interesting to me now to come back to, let's bring it back to the presidential debates, knowing that thoughts become things and none of this is actually even really real. I started to look at my life in 2016 and realize, wow, I can change my life. I can literally make it whatever I wanted. And so in order to do that, I literally just go, okay, what I, I got clear on the goals that I want wanted in my life. Most of you don't have goals. You don't have any goals, right? And if you do, they're not very clear or specific at all. And you wonder why you never get anything. It's because you keep yourself trapped thinking the same thoughts and feelings over and over. You wake up, you stress about money, you stress about work, you stress about relationship, kids, whatever. You wake up, you set the loop and it's over and over and over again. And what you guys don't realize is, and again, not, not to get too far out there on this episode, but Satanists, which is like, it doesn't matter who wins this election, you guys, like, we're moving towards something that is, you can't stop no matter what, okay? This world is not real. It's a stage. The whole thing is a stage. And um, it's being controlled by people who want to take over humanity. 
But again, this, that's a little bit too deep for what we're talking about today. Be happy to discuss it. Leave me a comment and let me know. But uh, that, this all being said is like, I, the reason I look at this now and I think it's so fucking stupid is I'm like, people are online are getting so worked up and I don't care who you're voting for. You have the people all out there too that are driving around with the Trump flags and protesters and all this crazy shit. And it's like, you guys, if you only knew that all that energy, all the emotion, all those thoughts that you are creating is why you fucking hate your life and why you're broke and why you can't find love and why you're sick. Like it's all of those things. And so you go, well, Marshall, how can you sit there and, and, and post videos about Trump and, um, and, and wear a mega hat? Because this whole thing is a game and it's fun. It's fun to me. I can look at the, the matrix objectively now and I can play. I can choose to, to step into it and play in it or I can step out of it, which is why I live in the mountains now and I can be it, my real self. And so the reason that I'm to a point now where I'm like, you know, I, I'm like mega and this and that. It's just simply because I, I'm voting for America. I want America to open back up. I want businesses to open back up. I don't believe in the virus. And I see something deeper that I know this whole thing is being engineered. And so, yeah, you know, Donald Trump is not a very presidential speaker. But, like, you guys, if you, if you do the research yourself, you're not plugged into the media. Like, you, I don't care if you root for Donald Trump or not. But you're going to start to discover a lot of things. Because what happened to me is that when coronavirus hit and everything got shut down, I was just at home hanging out. And this was like, what, in March? Yeah, March 13th, uh, March 11th, then March 13th officially, right? Which was actually Friday the 13th. Big surprise, it shut down on Friday the 13th. Um, but anyways, uh, when, when, it, when the country shut down, what happened, and listen, in Mar again, I don't care who you guys vote for. Like, I don't, please, like, I'm not gonna convince you who to vote for. That's not what this is about. But in 2000, what I, what I discovered in March was that I hate, I'm talking fucking hated Donald Trump forever, okay, As the, even in March. And so in March, the country shuts down, and all of a sudden, the White House is going uh, live every single day, uh, every day. And so what happened is, uh, guys, if you're worried about me holding the gun, it's one, it's empty. Um, and the other thing is, like anything in life, you got to continue to train, train every day. We don't need less police training. We need more police training and higher standards, right? Um, if you trained police officers or something like the Navy SEALs do, you wouldn't see all this fucking craziness, violence and stuff, um, which also we don't have a problem with racism. I'm not even going to get into that, but um, that's a whole separate talk. But that'll piss a whole lot of people off. But the reason I keep all, holding my empty guns or having them out is because I just want to train with them. I want to get used to having them. I want to I get with them. I want to drill with it. And so when I go to the range and actually uh, live fire, like, I'm so, it's just, it's just a, it's just a habit, you know? But uh, so if you guys wonder why I keep playing with my gun, that's why. Um, anyways, so what I realized is that I started watching these lives from the White House in March and I was like, what the fuck? Donald Trump kind of sounds like he knows what he's talking about and he's actually pretty hilarious. And why are the media fucking attacking him? Why are these people attacking him? It didn't make any sense to me because I hated Donald Trump. And so I started to watch him every day. And after about a week, I was like, well, what happened is first off is, what happened to that is the first day I watched it, uh, he made some really good points, which pissed me off. And then I got on the uh, on uh, line and I was reading the news and literally I would read the headlines and I'm like, wait a second. That's not what the fuck he said. That's not what he fucking said. He didn't say that. And I watched this for like another week. And I would just watch, I would watch Trump. I would watch the whole hour long thing. And I'd be like, this motherfucker, wow. Like he's an American. This is great. And um. I would then go to the news and it was just complete. I'm talking fully falsified. I don't care if you vote for Trump, but okay, it's not what it's about. 
for me in that fucking instant, I was so goddamn pissed off because it like I realized that they're not giving the American people a choice. And it instantly tied me back into being uh, my upbringing with my stepdad and how I never had a choice and how my entire life, like I even have a gypsy on my, I even have a gypsy on my arm. Some of you guys have seen it because I've always told said I was a gypsy. And the reason I've always felt like a gypsy and never wanted to settle down or commit to anything is because I had come accustomed in my life because my past experiences, I became accustomed to feeling like I never had a choice. And so it was interesting when Trump won because it wasn't ever about Trump, why I hated him. He just was a trigger for an emotion that was created a long time ago that made me feel like I didn't have a choice and that I wasn't being heard. And so the media would perpetuate that within the matrix, which is why 99% of people are stuck in life. It's just a game that they're playing to, to feed off us. It's not about money. It's about power but, and, and youth, which is so many things to unpack, Gillen gang. Like The Rock, The Rock, I don't know why you guys are surprised that The Rock endorsed Biden. Like he's just being activated. Like that's it. Like you don't, you don't get to be one of the most famous people uh, in the world, musician or actor or athlete, unless they say so. They being like the establishment, the cabal, like the Satanists, the people that run the world. But um, I know that I'm really out there. I didn't want to get this out there on this episode, but uh, I wanted to warn. This is my first episode back in like months, so I wanted to warn you guys back up a little bit before we got into the deep shit. But fuck it, this is what I believe, and this is who I am. Um, so, anyways, uh, let's get back to the last thing. Let's end this. Uh, by the way, if you guys are listening to us on podcast and you haven't subscribed, definitely subscribe and do me a favor, like leave me a review. Five-star reviews are welcome, but if you hate me and you hate the show, say that too. We need all kinds of things. Plus then later I can read them and we can all make fun of you. Um, anyways, uh, so the thing about, uh, I started looking at the news and I just realized in March, I was like, this is fucking bullshit. They're not telling us the truth. We're not being told the truth. Like none of this, like why is nobody telling us what's really going on? And it just, it was an old emotion. You guys know me from my past. Like I've helped my clients make literally millions of dollars. I've helped save lives, save marriages, lose weight. Like I've done, I've been so blessed, but to experience so much trauma and pain in my life that I'm now used, I'm able to use that as my gift. You guys know, turn your mess into your message, your pain into your purpose, that all that shit I've been talking about for years. That's it. In 2016, when Trump won and I decided to turn everything off because I was mad, I accidentally uh, created a space for myself to start to grow and start to learn. And when I started to grow and learn, I started to realize that none of this is real. None of this matters. And so now here in 2020, I look at all this and uh, I realize it's game. I realize that we're being played and the outcome has like literally there's not a whole lot we can do. And so instead of bitching and complaining and telling you all what you should do, um, I just thought it was funny to get a mega hat. One, I ordered it because I, I realized that there's people that see the hat and automatically hate me. They don't know me and they won't even listen to me. And that's the problem. Like it's unfortunate that there has to be a label to it because, but right now it's very clear that Biden and liberals, that they're not listening. They're all emotional based. Like they literally won't like right now in the media, for example, like if you watch the reports, it's, it makes me so enraged, but then I can unplug from the matrix is I watch these reporters like just berate, uh, um, Trump or, uh, the, uh, the press secretary, uh, Kaylee, whatever her name is, right? Like they're, there's talking over and not even letting her talk and they, and they won't even listen. Like they won't listen. They're just Trump, Trump's a racist. Why won't he denounce it? Why won't he denounce it? It's like motherfuckers. There's literally copious amounts of video of Donald Trump over the years, literally saying, I denounce, I do not agree with KKK, white supremacy, all these things. Um, 
but uh, the media won't acknowledge it or read it. And so it's like, it's interesting because what I'm finding right now that's so triggering to most people is that, again, it's not to put labels on it. It's just, it's, it's so divided right now. And it's, it's so clear that most people who are red or Republican or American, even so many minorities, a lot of the liberals look at and they go, how can Mexicans and black people and women vote for Trump? He's a pig. He's a racist. He's all these things. And it's like, no, he's not like, no, he's not. If you, if you actually took a look at it, Again, I don't care who you vote for. I'm not trying to convince you. These I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to convince you of anything. I'm just saying it's like the facts are the facts. He's not a racist. Yeah, Government-wise, he's one of the most conservative. But if you look at uh, social justice and progressiveness, he's like very liberal. He has a history in business of being a very liberal, very progressive. The Democrats tried to get Trump to run for president, which a lot of you don't even fucking know. But he said, no, no way. And he ended up running Republican. And then it's funny because they go, oh, he's, he's, he's in the pockets of all the big billionaires. Well, let's stop for a second and think of who the big billionaires are. Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, okay? So when, when you guys let the, the media vilify the big, the billionaires, motherfuckers, how are they billionaires? It's because all of you motherfuckers pay them. You use Amazon, right? Like, give me a break. You use Facebook. So it's, it's interesting that you want to just throw all this hate at Trump and the big billionaires when, as a matter of fact, Trump is not friends with any of those people. He doesn't support any of them. He supports the working class American. And it's so funny. It's so funny. That's why I've got the hat. That's why um, I've been sharing stuff because I, it's, it helps me quickly uh, assess who the people are, who are still playing victim in their reality and the people who are willing to step up and take control. And that's by and large, I'm seeing the main difference. Now, yeah, there's people on the fringe. There's stupid fucking right wed rednecks that are fucking racist. And there's crazy ass fucking people on the left. But by and large, what I'm finding is that most of the people who are voting Biden or are very liberal right now are literally people who are just cowards. They just never stood up for themselves. And I'm, I'm like, I don't mean to talk shit, but it's true. Like I would be happy to get on live and not talk politics, but talk about what other, where else in your life you feel pain and you feel limited and where you feel things are unfair. Because I could guarantee you if you chose to accept accountability and responsibility of your life and your reality and your emotions and your thoughts that like me, you could have a way better life. My life has completely changed. I'm way happier, way better. And so for me, it's interesting. I put this hat on because uh, one is I'm voting freedom. Um, I, again, Trump is just happens to be the horse in the race right now. Is he the best? I don't know. He's the best for right now. That's what I think. But the, the matter of it is, I just want America to be free. I want freedom of speech. I want to be able to own my own guns. I want to be able to buy land. I want to be able to make my own money. And I, I want to be able to not have to give a shit load of it up in taxes. Trump is, Trump is trying to make taxes less for people. You guys go, oh, he fucking skipped out on his income. Dude, he was within the law. If you guys have ever got like, like these two, literally even these two notebooks alone, I've got stuff about tax, how to do your taxes in here. Right? I invested in a mastermind, $25,000 a year. And one of the things that we learned is how to structure your business. So you, so you pay the least amount of taxes you have to legally. It's all legal. You could fucking do it. You yourself, you could do it. Watching this, listening to this, you could do it, but you just never learned how to. And so instead you play victim. You go, oh, yeah, Trump, fuck him. And the billion, like none of that's true. You're just a pony that follows around the media. And so it doesn't have to be that way. And I still love you no matter who you vote for. But um, if the presidential debates, if politics has been triggering your life and you've been finding yourself losing a lot of energy and time to it, I would say let it go. Turn it off. Because no matter who wins this election, 
it's not going to have a huge impact on your life. I mean, yeah, it could like there's a lot of things that definitely going to change one way or the other there. I, you know, I get it, but still none of it's real and it's all how you choose to perceive it. I could have stayed in San Diego, a block from the beach. I could have done all the things and complained. Why doesn't California let me have my guns and why can't we do this? And why is my business closed down and all these things I could have bitched and fought for it. What I believe in, or I could have been like, you know what? This fucking sucks. And I didn't do anything to deserve this. <sighs> what are some actions I can take? So I don't have to feel like this. Okay, well, I'll move to Montana. I'll live in a cabin. I'll remove the, these things. And I will choose a place that has an airport or easy accessibility so I can go visit the places I want. But I took responsibility for my life. Okay? It's not always what it looks like it's supposed to be. I'll tell you what, this is the happiest I've ever been. It's the best place I've ever been. I fucking love it here. And I didn't even know. I wasn't even willing to give it a chance because I was too busy getting in my own way. And so... You know, I wanted to use this presidential debate and what's going on right now. It's kind of just like I said, as a catalyst for you, to give you guys an opportunity to think. Like, you guys, you, I don't care who you vote for. Even if you tell me you vote for Biden and why you vote for like, that's fine. Like, I still love you. I still don't want you to be unhappy because I don't believe that people deserve to be in suffering. It's not, that's not right. God didn't put us here to suffer, which is what the whole problem I have around Jesus and the Bible, which is a whole nother thing, a whole nother show we'll have to talk about another time. But look, the only thing is this, if you're finding yourself suffering anywhere in life or, or, or if you find yourself not living the exact life you want, like don't sit here and go, oh, it's easy for you to say Marshall or yeah, fucking pipe dream. Stop that shit. You are your own fucking problem. And until you change your mindset and your habit and the way that you show up, nothing's going to change. I was a fucking loser my whole life blaming everybody mad talking, talking, talking. I know more than you. I'll prove it with blah, blah, for what? And so if you are somebody that's finds yourself online arguing about politics, you need to take a break. You need to unplug and you need to reconnect with one. What is your gift from God? And what, what purpose can you fulfill in this life to help remove suffering from other people and help them find their greatness? Because that's literally all we're meant to do. We're just meant to remind each other. First off, we're supposed to love ourselves and then we're supposed to be remembered that, oh yeah, we're all one. And then we're supposed to help other people remember that. That's literally, we're not supposed to learn anything. There's no discovery. We already know everything there is to know. We just don't remember. And literally the only point of life, which there really is no point, God has no purpose for us. God just wants to experience life as different variations. That's why we're all the same person. We're all just God. And God does, God is love. Like, that's what's so fucked up about religion and but the Bible and Jesus and any religion. Like, think about that. Like, what kind of God <clears throat> is not going to let you have eternal love and joy unless you ask for forgiveness? Like, that's such bullshit. Like, I don't have to be saved through Jesus to be, to be loved. That's ridiculous. Man, man made up that construct. Like, God, source energy or whatever all it is is pure bliss and love. Like that's all God is. All God is, is just pure bliss, perfection. And think of how boring that is. So God started to expand and the universe was created and stars and planets and life. And like, that's it. There's no purpose. Life is just happening because God wanted to experience what it was like. And so, you know, we get so caught up in like, oh, I got to ask, like last Saturday was national prayer day and they wanted me to show up and repent. Like repent for what? So you're telling me that my God wants me to feel bad and know that he is God and bow down to him and forgive myself of these sins so I can be accepted. Like that's bullshit. That's not real. Now, if you need that, if you, if you need that, you should have that. If your steadfast belief in Jesus Christ as a savior is what fucking gets you to show up every day as the best version of yourself, like 
oh, thank God for that. And I will never judge you. Or I Like, bro, you got to get in where you fit in. That's what the great thing about life is, is that God made it so infinitely different. Every infinite possibility exists that you, it doesn't matter what you choose. None of it's wrong or right, good or bad. God doesn't love good any more than he loves bad because bad and good is still all God. It's all God. Like, I hate to tell you guys, but Jeffrey Epstein went to heaven. Okay. That disgusting, vile, motherfucking, awful, awful human being. He went to heaven. I'm sorry, but God doesn't look at the actions that were taken as good or bad because God created Jeffrey Epstein. God created child trafficking. God created the pain. It's, it's not like God was sitting there one day and was like, make child trafficking. No, God just started to let life happen. The big bang or whatever. And as that starts to happen, life starts to just happen. It's like a vine growing. Things happen. But God doesn't sit here and judge us as good or bad and make us ask for repentance. God loves us. It's just love always. And love is available at any fucking time you want to tap into it. Just most of you don't, which is unfortunate. But, you know, that's why I wear the, but to answer the last question and the rant I got off, why I, I've been sharing politics and why I've been um, wearing the hat again is just because it's funny to me. It's fun. It's fun. I look at somebody that's triggered by the hat. And I'm like, man, you're a clown shoe. You're an interesting character. You're, you're, yeah. Uh, uh, one of the viewers here live, Zach, what's up? I see you too, bro. Uh, he says infinite, uh, infinity is every direction. It's true. You guys, the universe is expanding. You guys have probably heard that before. The universe is expanding. Energy is just expanding. Well, what's going to happen is it's actually being pulled. It's being pulled back to, for God to rejoin itself. And like, that's it. So if you guys wonder what's going to happen, like the universe billions of years from now is going to come back into a, a point of singularity, one single point, and it will be nothing. It'll be nothingness. And you know what's going to happen? The, the next big bang will happen. And for billions and billions of years, the, world, the universe will expand and grow until it begins to contract to a singular point. And then boom, and over and over and over for an infinity. Like that's literally all that's going on. And so you know, worrying about who's fucking winning president and all that shit doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I wear the hat and stuff and I get the guns and stuff because it's like, well, I have the guns for self-protection um, just because I think that uh, in November uh, when the elections happen, there's going to be a civil war. Maybe I'll talk about that tomorrow. But um, yeah, I'm just plugged into the matrix playing the game. It's nothing different than just playing a video game. And once you guys realize that, your life will get a lot easier, which I think that you're probably going to need to take some psychedelics to do that. Ooh, we'll do a show on psychedelics soon. Uh, psychedelics changed my life. Uh, that's how this whole thing started. All right. Uh, this has been another episode of The Marshall Gillen Show. Hey, you guys, check it out. Last thing is I don't want anything from you, but I do uh, invite you to figure out a way that you can become unstoppable in your life, unstoppable in love, unstoppable in life, unstoppable in business, unstoppable in health, just unstoppable to live the life truly that God designed you to live. And so if you're interested in that, I literally created a completely free club, a community. It's like a country club, right? For people who want to be unstoppable. It's my winner's circle. And for those of you who want to win in life and you want to have more of the abundance and love and the things that you deserve, you can click the link uh, in this uh, description. It's either above or below, but it's unstoppable new you. Okay. You guys see uh, unstoppable new you up there. Let me put this up here on the screen. You guys can see at the bottom. If you're watching this unstoppable new you.com forward slash community. And literally I'm going to be teaching lessons in there for free. Um, 
I, I look, I've been very blessed to, to learn a lot. I've invested over a quarter of a million dollars in my personal development and my business mastery over the last few years. So I've, I've invested pretty much all the money I've made back into my business and myself. But now at this point, uh, you know, eight years later into my development, um, I'm very fortunate to be able to charge a very substantial amount of money to work with me, to be coached by me, um, anywhere from $36,000 to $50,000 a year, uh, just to get on two phone calls a month with me, okay? Um, I'm very blessed. I'm not bragging. It wasn't always like that. I remember uh, in 2016, I charged a lady $100 for a phone call to teach her about something that was literally worth thousands of dollars I didn't know at the time. But after the call, I was so disgusted. I was like, oh, I, I stole that money from her. I feel so bad, right? 100 bucks. And so I'm not bragging. Um, I'm very fortunate to make the money I do. Point being is that I want to help you. Like, I don't care what you vote for. I don't care what side you're on. Like, I see you as a person. And if you have a lot of anger and you have a lot of resentment, um, this is definitely for you then. Because inside that group, I don't want anything for you. But once a week, I'm going to be going live and answering questions for you guys for completely free just to help you guys be able to attain more of the lifestyle that you want, which like, let's be real. There's only two things that humans want to be accepted and to be loved. All fear and or joy is bit comes from those two things. And those two, those two things alone, fear and love are the only two emotions that actually exist. Everything else is just a variation of them. And fear and love comes from the, the wanting to be loved and wanting to be accepted. And so I'm ready to accept you and I'm ready to love you. I don't care what you do or what you think or who you are. Like, I just want to help. And so if you want to be part of that winner circle, what I want you uh, to do is, um, um, enter, uh, click the link below. Jordan Rubin says, dude, you really lost me. Uh, those last five minutes. Do you believe in an afterlife? Just curious. Um, Jordan, have you been watching the whole thing or are you just dropping in halfway through uh, an hour long thing and then adding the two cents? Uh, I know that you what your pushback is going to be about Jesus. Um, yes and no. I believe about an afterlife. Just curious. Uh, another episode to talk about. I would love, like, and we could talk about Jesus on the episode if you want to, but like Jesus is a man-made construct. Yeah, he could have been a real person, but the idea that we need to be saved through Jesus Christ to make God love us eternally is bullshit. Um, anyways, we can talk about another episode, bring down live. Don't mean to offend anybody. That's just how I feel. Uh, but I love, I love everybody. I love Jesus. I love God. I love all the things because God made them all. And so understanding that life is never a happiness, like you're not always going to be happy, but why would you want to be? Like if you're happy all the time, then you're dead. Like that's it. Like God put us in this video game, which is the world. He gave us ego through third dimensional reality so we could experience life, which means all of the emotions, anger, resentment, happiness, laughter, shame, guilt, like no emotions are good or bad. Like they all mean that you're alive and that you're playing the game. And so um, let go of your emotions and your judgments and the meaning that you assign to it. All right. I love you guys. I mean, I really, I do. I know sometimes I see a, seem abrasive and like, like, I'm like, oh, let's go. But I'm not. It's just how I am. But I, I, I truly love you guys. I respect all of you. And Jordan, oh, look, Jordan says I watched everything. I love you, bro. I know. And I know Jordan. And Jordan, if you guys don't know, Jordan is an amazing dude. Like, literally an amazing dude. Like, talk about one of the most loving and accepting human beings um, that you're ever going to meet. And so if you don't know Jordan, I don't want you uh, to see this or hear this and think, oh, fuck Jordan. He's just pushing back against Marshall. Like, he's not. Like, you guys have got to understand that I'm very blessed and fortunate that I've since because of the actions, thoughts and emotions I've created and the actions I've taken. Now I'm surrounded by people who want me to win and who love me and who are willing to actually have conversations with me. And so just know uh, if you're listening to this or watching this, like what I'm saying about Jesus and Jordan, and I going back and forth, like I'm not mad at him. And I hope he's not mad at me because um, he's one of the nicest human beings, one of the hardest, most selfless, hardest working and selfless human beings that you'll ever meet. Um, 
but this is just a difference that we have, but that's what makes the whole fucking thing worth living is that we get to experience different perspectives and we don't even have to agree. Like we don't have to agree. Um, just to, to love each other, to be accepting, to go, I see you, bro. Because at the end of the day, it's just different details. Like Jordan, maybe not, doesn't know what it's like to attempt to survive attempted suicide, but maybe I don't know what it's like to go through what Jordan went through. And if Jordan and I are both depressed or have felt unworthiness at any point in our life, it doesn't matter what we've gone through, the details of how we got there. We can both come together over the fact that we know how fucking unfair feeling unworthy is. And we're on a mission to help other people realize their worthiness. So to me, Marshall Gillen, does it really matter to me if Jordan agrees with me about Jesus or not? No, because I'm like, bro, like if that's your truth, you need to live that truth and you need to go preach your truth to the world because some people are going to hear me like Zach and go, I get you. And some people are going to listen to me and go, bro, that's not right. And then they're going to hear Jordan talking about Jesus and they're going to go, oh my God, Jordan, thank you. This is my, this is my truth. And at the end of the day, if their truth in Jesus or my truth in whatever God and spirituality gets us to be to a point where we realize we're all one and that we love the full spectrum of emotions that God created for us to experience life, then that's what ultimate joy is. It's how do you get to a place of peace in your life, knowing that anger, fear, guilt, shame, all these things are the beauty of being alive. And in that moment, it's being able to be grateful for contrast. When you guys can learn to, that's the secret to life. When you can find gratitude in contrast, oh, girl, that's when you're living. I'm telling you, bro, when you find that, that gratefulness for gr uh, contrast, that's when you're first alive ever. And that's what it's all about. When you get there, you can love people. So I see you, Jordan. I love you. And I'd love to have a talk about it. All right. That's it. This has been another edition of the Marshall Gillen Show. Uh, I'm on a mission to save a billion lives that save a billion lives with the power of vulnerability and storytelling. Uh, and if you haven't subscribed to the show, make sure you do so. Ring the bell. And uh, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Truly, I love you from the bottom of my heart. Now go be unstoppable.